This week on We Need to Talk, Lupin renewed for season three. Cruel Summer, love it or hate it, but renewed for season two. And Big Shot, cross your fingers, renewed for season two. Keeping up with the Kardashians reunion. Good morning. Good morning. It's a very special morning for you. Look at that gorgeous beverage. I know. This is a strawberry margarita. I take this very seriously. You, you really this? do. And do it says see? it says something on the cup. A it name. says my name okay. and it has a strawberry garnish. Yeah. Uh, it is strawberry season. You know, June yes. is strawberry season. In yep. my town, they have strawberry festival and also... I made it with the fresh strawberries from the strawberry festival. Beautiful. And that glass is gorgeous. Oh, that hits the spot on a Sunday morning. Delightful. I have to say, I had quite the Saturday night. Really? You know, when's the last time that you've ever heard me say, I had quite the Saturday night? But guess how I got home last night? You know how I got home? I got home in my 1989 historical vehicle on a flatbed truck from Croton on the Hudson, where I had to be a passenger on the flatbed in the car. Oh, jeez, that doesn't sound like fun. I think you can tell me something exciting. Well, we went to a fun party. <laughs> and the car that we never drive, my husband decided that it would be a good night. Why? I don't know. To drive that car very far away from our home. Don't know why. And I said, are you sure that's a good idea, honey? I actually didn't say honey. I said, <laughs> are you sure that's a good idea? And he's like, yeah, it's fine. It's great. And so we had a lovely drive all the way up to Croton, New York. And we were ready to leave. He gives me the look. Let's go. I go. Get to the car. Nothing. Spends two hours. I can fix it. I can fix it. I can fix it. And I kept saying, should we call AAA? Should we call it? Finally, he decides it's time to call. So then when the AAA guy comes with the flatbed truck and says, you can't ride in the cab with me, we say, how are we going to get home? He's like, well, you could ride in the car. So we rode in our car on the flatbed truck while he drove us home. Got home at midnight. So you didn't get to enjoy the Nets loss? I got to watch the highlights when I got home. Oh, so good. It was a good game from what I could watch. First of all, it was a great game. Overtime, thrilling win. Kevin Durant is by far the best I've seen. And I love watching him play and I love him. But screw that. Screw the Nets. There is only one New York team, <laughs> in my opinion, and that's the New York Knicks. So I am celebrating to the Nets' loss. <laughs> well, speaking- it was just nice to have a local team doing well. Yeah, I get it. I'm over it now, though. I, I wake up happy. Okay. Speaking of basketball, though. That show, Big Shot, we need to talk. I know that we told everybody that we were enjoying it, but it just finished, right? Just wrapped. Yes. Disney Plus, John Stamos. And I really, I I can't say enough that I really enjoy him and I really enjoyed the show. I love the show so much. I guess we know he's an actor, but I just never thought of him as a great actor, a good actor. But this show's for him. It's the right show for him. And the funny part is he knows nothing about basketball. I know. I love that part. He taught himself all these things. Listen, it's Disney Plus, so everything is a little, I don't know, happy all the time, I guess. There's not a lot of badness. Like the bad things that happen aren't that bad. Which is nice, considering all the other stuff we watch where there's so much terrible stuff going on. So this is totally that kind of Disney happy show. But I love it so much, and I I hope it gets renewed because it was so good. 
Yeah, it's definitely refreshing and I'm praying that it gets renewed too. I think it ended in a way where season two would be great. I hope so. I can't see why it wouldn't be renewed, but fingers crossed, big shot, John Stamos, light, highly recommend. Yeah, Everybody really good show. It. Really, really good. Okay, what is renewed is Lupin for season three. So good. I think it's still too soon to talk about what happened in season two, but I will say that season two was just as good as season one, or it was actually really one season divided into two parts, right? I agree. Definitely not going to give anything away. If you have not watched Lupin, you really need to get on it. Netflix, my brother, he says, it's too much reading. I can't do it. It's too much reading because it is French. Yeah, and but I, you, he can put on the English sub. I listen in English. I know. I don't listen in English, though. I listen in French. I don't like I, that Bruce Lee mouth thing. Like I do what not- Ed does. I do. I listen in English. I have the subtitles on. They never match. And that, to me... It just makes it so much easier than, because I, especially Lupin, because in Lupin, you want to be able to look around Paris and France. So gorgeous, all the scenery and stuff. So I don't want to worry about reading the subtitles. I want to look around. So I've been putting the subtitles on and listening in English. Yeah, I really love it. I was laughing as I was watching the season finale. He is this very handsome six foot I don't even know. He's a big guy. He's definitely a big guy. African-American. So, so good looking. He just disappears, escapes. No one can (laughs) see him. He would stand out in any room. There was one scene, doesn't really give anything away, but there's one scene where they're in this underground tunnels and they have to disappear again. And there's a tiny hole for them to get through. (laughs) And I'm like, there's no way he can fit through that hole. And sure enough, 10 seconds later, it's like, where is he? Where are you? (laughs) He disappeared. And you're right. He's so large. It's hard to disappear. It's just so good. It definitely ended in a good cliffhanger. Cliffhanger where you are looking forward to what the next season brings. Really, really well done show. Lupin on Netflix. It's definitely in the top 10 right now. And it's a good time if you did not watch the first season. And again, it's really one season split in two. But if you did not watch that to catch up on Lupin on Netflix, we won't give anything away. No spoiler alerts here. But, yeah, but he's like a he's like a nice burglar, right? He's, he's like a, a gentleman's nice, burglar. Right, gentleman's burglar, right. It's the kind of situation where even though there's a plot that got us to this first season or first two seasons, you can definitely see that this gentleman burglar can go on and do a gajillion cool thing. Before the finale, I was wondering, you know, once this story kind of wraps up where they go from here, but I agree with you. He's going to be get himself involved. This story is not really wrapping up, I don't think. But I felt like, oh, is this going to be like a different, will they start a new story right. using him and his family? I'm not a writer, obviously, but I have ideas for Lupin right now. Like, what if I needed him to gentleman burglar for me? I could hire him to gentleman burglar something. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> you should DM him and uh, give all your ideas. All right. Also renewed, and we are going to give a little bit of a spoiler This is a alert spoiler here. alert. I haven't decided at this point in time if I'm putting a sound in, so let's just go <laughs> spoiler alert because I don't want the criticism. Cruel Summer was definitely renewed for season two. No time frame of when that's coming out. But let me say something. Jessica Beale, she's fucked up, man. She got I mean, problems. She obviously likes twisted people. She likes twisted people. Like Sinner was so twisted. 
Now Cruel Summer. It's her show. Super twisted. I mean, I love Jessica. What's wrong? You Maybe you should DM Jessica and ask her what the fuck she's doing. She was just on Armchair X and she sounded pretty normal to me. <laughs> well, you wanted it to come to an end and it came to an end. So how do you feel about the end? Ah, uh, how do I feel at the end? Spoiler I, alert for Okay, so yes, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Basically, I think I was very happy with the end. Once we found out that Kate Wallace went into the principal's house and stayed because really? she- Willingly. and be- once we found that out, I was like, okay, I get it. But I had a feeling that that wasn't obviously the end of the story. So when we find out that it's Mallory, so if you're ever on a jury, people, this is the key. It's about the tiniest thing. Jeanette Turner kept saying, I never saw her. I never right. saw her in the house. So the, the premise of the show is that Kate Wallace is missing. And when she finally is revealed that she's alive and well, she says that Jeanette Turner saw her being held captive in the principal's house. But at the end of the day, everything that everybody asked her was, did you see Kate Wallace in the principal's house? And Jeanette Turner said, I never saw her. And then we see, again, spoiler alert, that Mallory saw her. And that Mallory was Jeanette Turner's friend and then became Kate Wallace's friend after she came out of the house. However, the last seconds when we're revealing the true situation, no, Jeanette never saw her, but Jeanette was in the house and Jeanette did hear her screaming from the basement. So Jeanette Turner is a fucking wacko and is twisted, as is Mallory. So everybody in the show is now twisted, including Kate. First of all, these girls are not smart. <laughs> They're not smart at all. I don't even get the fact that she just keeps breaking in the house. I don't house. get it like, I don't get that at all. I get the first one was a prank and you steal right. something, they there have a little nothing- list. Right. There was nothing in his house that was so, I got to go back to that house. There was you nothing just, like that. She just keeps going in with the key. Makes zero sense. Did it end in a way that I thought the ending was really good? The last episode was really good? Yes. Yes, it did. But now you want me to what? Go on the season two journey? No, not of doing it. That being exposed. So it's just going to be the same story. And now they're going to find out that she did hear her in the basement. And I'm not doing season two. So what Oh, we- you're so full of shit. You're doing season two. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Yes, you are. <laughs> Maybe we need to do it just to hate watch it. You're doing season two. And it's going to be one of those shows that comes out sooner rather than later. I'm sure. Like, yeah, so it'll be a show that drops like in a couple of months. And of course we're watching season two. Now I need now <laughs> now I'm invested in these loser girls. They're such losers. <laughs> Speaking of losers, I watched the Kardashians reunion part one. Well, they're not losers. I feel like a loser when I'm watching them. Oh, That's what yeah. it is, really. They're not losers. I'm the loser. No, no. I'm oh, a bigger loser funnier. than you. I'm a bigger loser than you because I was so proud of myself for being a non-Kardashian person for 20 million years. Oh, and now then, you're all in. I'm in, man. <laughs> COVID has made me obsessed with them. I follow them all now. I don't know so what's what wrong with me. So Andy Cohen hosted on Did a great e. job. Andy the- Cohen kicked ass. Hosted on E, part one of two the reunion for the Kardashians. So the wrap up of their right. 20 years season. I don't really think a lot happened in part one, do you? Well, you have to remember that even though I sort of know what happens in their life, I'm only on season 13 of the show. 
So like some of the stuff where they showed their fighting or whatever, I had never seen that before. I always thought that the Chris Humphreys wedding was for television. I felt that was a scripted thing. So the fact that she revealed she didn't pull the trigger to call it a day until after. Okay. You know, that was, I did feel like it was a little too much Kim for me. It was all Kim. Yeah. It was a little too much Kim for me. I'm more obsessed because I still am not sure I, I know what happened with Chloe and Lamar. On the show, she never really says what was happening. You know he was missing. You know he wasn't good. You know he was in a bad place. But you really don't know exactly what went down. I didn't understand, and maybe you do, when they said that Kylie kept her pregnancy a secret. I don't even understand that. How, no one how did knew they she keep, was pregnant. She wasn't on the show that season, or it happened in between shows? I think it happened in between shows. And she- Like all yes. of a sudden she just gave birth? All of her social media, it was all like blackout to the end. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was a big shocker for yeah, the that, world. Yeah, Kendall's so hot though. She's my favorite. I just can't stop looking at her. Like that's what I, I just stare at her the whole time. I she's don't think so she hot. needs a stitch of makeup. She's oh. stunningly gorgeous and I, I just love everything about her. She's my favorite one. This Courtney thing, I just don't get it. What, this Courtney situation, I just don't understand. Isn't it funny though, now that you're in it, you've, you're watching all these seasons from the past, don't they look totally different? Well, yes. Kendall's the one who looks the least different. Right. But Kylie's the one who looks the most different. Yeah, Kylie looks totally different. Totally yeah. different. Yeah. And of course, now Chloe looks completely different. And I'm not talking as they get older, obviously. No. I'm talking like plastic surgery different. Right. Yeah. And you know who doesn't look different is Chris. I know she's had work done, but she's true gorgeous woman. Yeah, she is aging amazing. Yeah. yeah. Whoever's right, doing so, the work on her did a good job. So the second one will air when? Tonight. Oh, so it, so by the time people listening to this, it already had aired. Yes. So the second one on E. And so we'll talk next week and see maybe Andy gets a little bit deeper. Like he was kind of being nice a little, I think. But I did see some of the previews of future questions. Well, I'm dying, ask. dying, dying for Scott. I, I'm a big oh, Scott yeah. fan. I'm a big oh, Scott fan. I'm rooting is. for him. Everybody I is. feel like if they didn't have him on the show, it would not have done as well, I don't think. Yeah. Agreed. They needed are him. You, are you a big Erica Jane fan? Now I don't even know. I know. As we transition into that documentary. It's called The Housewife and The Hustler. Also not coming from either camp. No, right ABC, from, a, from ABC News, <laughs> which is really weird. <laughs> I really don't know what to make of the whole thing. So Erica Jane, as most of you will know, is a real housewife of Beverly Hills. Her husband is a high profile lawyer and he's 82 years old, around 82. Right. And she is, I guess maybe that's like a 30 Year difference, something yeah. like that. And so after 20 years of marriage, she has now filed for divorce. But surrounding that is all the scandal that's coming out about him and his firm. Right. Right. That he's stealing money from clients, that he's broke, that those interviews that they showed on the, on the documentary. I don't really know. I have so many things that would go through my head. First of all, I think the scandal is one thing. I don't think the marriage was a sham. It's over 20 years. I don't think their marriage was a sham. But what I don't know, because her name is on so many documents, what I don't know is how much she knew and how much she didn't know. Because through all the Real Housewives seasons, whenever anything was happening that was juicy, Erica was very much the voice of 
reason and the voice of I'm not a dummy. I'm not being taken advantage of. I know exactly what I'm doing. So I can't imagine she truly didn't know everything. Can you be that rich and be a lawyer? I don't know. Maybe with Aaron Brockovich's case, I guess. And when you settle and you get a piece of the pie, I guess. The other thing that I keep saying to people when we talk about this is if you are anybody these days and you saw what happened to Teresa and Joe on New Jersey when they flaunted their wealth so much that that got people to look at their finances. If I'm Erica Jane, if I knew my finances were fucked, would I have gone on a show and flaunted my wealth? I don't think she's Teresa Judice. I agree with you. I think she has some part in what's happening here. You know, she is every housewife in every city a con artist. How many lawsuits can we have? <laughs> I mean, auntie has got to get his shit together. If you go through every city, somebody in every city has a lawsuit about something. You know, the other thing about the documentary, you want me to now think Danielle from the New oh, Jersey yeah. Housewives Let's is the voice it. of reason? Yeah. no, that like, was, I'm listening to Danielle. She's a credible source. Give yeah, me I would never. So that was where when they start out and they have her, I'm thinking to myself, what, right, what kind of yeah. bullshit is this? But there is a woman whose son was badly burned in a fire and Tom took the case, kept working with them. I'm going to get you this settlement. And then the interesting thing is her best friend ends up working for Tom, which is yeah. also bizarro. But anyway, it was because of them that all of this came to light about what he had been doing and what he had done to other people. The whole thing was that they recorded all their conversations with him. Yeah, I think that we're going to hear a lot more about this. I think this storyline is, is going to play out in a crazy way. I feel bad if it's all true for these families. Andy's firing everybody. Eric is not going to be long for this position if it comes out. You know, he keeps saying that her job as a housewife should have nothing to do. Of course it is, right? It's intertwined. Yeah, I don't understand. So that documentary, painful, but of course I watched it. Nothing happened about Erica yet on The Real Housewives. It was the last House. two seconds of her oh, arriving like at the party. It's like a soap opera. She's walking <laughs> up through the door. Right. So nothing happened there, but I wanted to say something about The Real Houses of Beverly Hills. I wonder if you're going to say the one thing that I wrote. I'm obsessed with Harry Hamlin and his... I was guarded. <laughs> he did all of that like Armageddon. Yeah. He's doing fire drills and he's growing his own stuff and he has his own water. Holy shit, Harry. I love that. No, that is not what I wrote down as my one thing I wanted to mention about this week's episode. What do you got? The one thing that I wanted to mention about this week's episode is... The $95,000 Hermes pocketbook that looks like a building that everybody couldn't stop looking at. That you can't fit much in, by the way. It's very small. They're so obsessed with the brand names. It's crazy. Would you spend $95,000 on a bag? I know, I know the answer to it. If you had it, I'm saying. I, even if I had all that fuck you money or whatever they call it, there's no way that I no. would say I'm spending $95,000 on a bag. No. I mean, if I was going to treat myself to something fuck you-ish if I had fuck you money. It's new socks and underwear every single day. Chuck them, throw them in the garbage and put on That is the lamest ones. thing That's I've ever I heard in my I'd life. Have a, no, I'd have a driver. With all of your go fuck I you travel. money, all you want is new underwear for the love of God? I want every single day for the rest of my life a fresh pair of socks, a fresh pair of underwear. That's so Every gay. single day. That's, That's so cheesy. So cheesy. <laughs> I can't even. So no, cheesy. it's not cheesy because they're fresh and clean. 
When you're done with the real, oh no, when you're done with the Kardashians, yes. can you start watching the Real Housewives of Orange County? I so feel like good. I need to because- He fired everybody. And I'm a little bit obsessed with Heather Dubrow. I knew Heather Dubrow, she was on a TV show that took place in Belleville, New Jersey, and I knew her from that. And then I didn't really realize she was a housewife. And then my friend went to college with her, so she mentioned it. And then I follow her because her husband is the botched doctor, Dr. Yes. Terry Dubrow. Yeah. And they built this crazy, crazy mansion. So I followed all of that. Didn't remember that she's a housewife, but she has a podcast. And Andy was on her podcast this week where he revealed that she's coming back to the OC. Yeah. So she left on her own, not fired, not one of Andy's mass firings. Now he went and fired Kelly Dodd and Bronwyn. I know you don't watch it, but very controversial. I guess got Heather to come back, which is good for the show because Kelly Dodd, whether you love her or hate her, she was like one of those always made good TV. Is Heather the kind of person that can pick up the slack for those women? Yeah, Heather was a great housewife. It was sad when she left, but she left like kids were young and she was moving and it was a whole thing. And I knew she had a podcast. I've never listened to it, but I mean, everybody has a podcast. Everybody has a podcast. Everybody has a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the other thing I wanted to mention actually was in the news last week and I didn't get to mention it, but they were talking about the fact that now as we get back to normal life and you are going to... staying at people's houses, you're being a house guest again, you know, all this stuff, the summer is here. They were talking about what annoys people about house guests. And some of these things were so weird to me. For example, if you come into a a home and you ask for the Wi-Fi password within 30 minutes of arriving, people find that very disrespectful. Really? Yeah. Would you think of that as something as like poor house guest etiquette? No. I guess reading about it said you're making it known within 30 minutes that you're going to be kind of on your phone and not focused on the company. I never really thought about that before. Yeah. People ask me for my Wi-Fi password all the time. I was like a little taken back, but I, I get it. Now that I read it, I, I kind of get it. Then they were saying about swearing, cursing in a house. Well, you're talking to the wrong people. I know. (laughs) We all curse so much that I don't care about that. I have my own pet peeves when people are in my house, but that's not, neither of those. Are there more? Taking off your shoes. Now, I like people ask, would you like me to take off my shoes, especially now in this post-pandemic world? But I never thought when people walk in with shoes that that's disrespectful. These are the things that like, the obvious ones I'm not saying, because these are the ones that were kind of like, wow, I don't know. See, okay, the shoe thing is an interesting one because my house is a no-shoe house, but I don't freak out if someone doesn't take off their shoes. What makes me disgusted is if somebody takes off their shoes and they have bare feet and their bare feet are all over my house. That drives me crazy. You know, I'd have friends that I know are a no-shoe house. And when I know I'm going to that house, I put a pair of socks in my bag. Yeah, because I'm not walking around my bare feet. That's, no. That's gross for me. I don't just, even, I don't walk around with bare feet in my own house. Yeah. No, so those are just some of the things I found interesting. Of course, there was like passing gas, you know, like things like what that. What is that? I don't know. But this is what I mean. Everyone's too comfortable in their homes for the pandemic. Now you go to somebody's <laughs> house and you just pass gas. 
So I don't know. I've had guests, obviously, in my house, but you've had way more guests than me. Is there anything that sticks out right away that you've had some a guest that did something that you're like, holy crap, I can't believe they did that? I don't think there's one thing about a specific person, but what I do hate, something I really hate, is when guests put things in a, a bathroom garbage. Oh, yeah. Right? And then they leave it. Like, that I hate. I don't even think bathrooms should have a garbage because I skeeve all of that, but I get, I get why they do. But then maybe you need to bring it to the real garbage. That stuff, you know, it's poor house guest. I had, I had somebody stay at my house right before COVID, like two summers ago, I guess. And she was a vegan. So I'm not a vegan. So she went, I took her somewhere. She bought all her stuff and everything. And she was really nice and everything was great. However, she left her dishes in the sink and was like, don't, I got it. You know, you don't have to do anything, but I'm like, I don't like dishes in the sink. So I start washing them and then she gets, you know, like, no, 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 I got it. And I'm like, well, it's not your kitchen sink. Either clean them now or I'm cleaning them. I don't want them in the sink. I was trying to be nice and she was trying to be nice and we were not, that, that's the only time she's ever stayed at my house. So that was a little bit of a weirdness. And then I also cannot stand. Is she listening to this podcast right now? Cause I she's don't, never staying again. I don't think so. But I also cannot stand when if it's the last morning that you're at someone's house, if they don't, like I know to you, I say, do you want me to strip the bed or make the bed? Right. I always do that. But I had a few people who didn't even ask and didn't make the bed. I get if you're not going to strip the bed because you don't know, at least make the bed. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Strip it or make it. Well, as we get out there, everybody, and we're, we're, we're becoming house guests again, yeah. please don't ask for the Wi-Fi password within 30 minutes. All right. How do you want to wrap up today as I have my strawberry margarita? I did a three truths and a lie about me, but I did it, you know, June is wedding season and I know that you're planning a wedding. And so I Holy did- Holy shit. Speak. What? I got to interrupt you. Holy what? shit. Speaking of wedding season. I sent you that screenshot oh, yes! marriage or mortgage girl. First of all, I'm obsessed with her. So I didn't even first know time. what you were sending me when you sent it. I'm like, what is this? This is the first time that I was, I'm acting like you. I watched marriage and mortgage. I became obsessed with Nicole. I then started following her. Like I went down the <laughs> rabbit hole of Nicole. She's the mortgage woman. Right. And, and she's the one with the red hair and the glass. We loved her. I didn't follow her. I can't believe I didn't follow her. So because I do follow her on Instagram, I have seen pictures of her beautiful daughter and what looked like her boyfriend. All good. Anyway, she posts on her profile that he was reaching out to other women on a, some kind of dating app or dating site. And the woman, I guess, did a little research about the guy and she reached out to Nicole and said, hey, your boyfriend is trying to organize a date with me. And so she blasted it on social media. <laughs> it was awesome. And then Once she said, I realized what it was, I'm like, this is amazing. That's why you choose mortgage, everyone. You say we gave you this advice. <laughs> Bad news. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, Just that's okay. Thinking. Well, listen, you're planning a wedding, right? Yes, yes. Someone chose wedding. Married. Someone, Someone chose, chose wedding. wedding. <laughs> right. So I did, because it's June weddings, I did three truths and a lie about my wedding. Oh, because we became friends after I got married. Yeah. We didn't go to my wedding, which was actually no. a really awesome wedding. Which your, your wedding was awesome too. But Did you have a donut wall? No, donut walls weren't a I thing. Know. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> but if I had a wedding today, I'd <laughs> yeah. be getting that donut wall. Of course you would. <laughs> All right. So give it to me. How am I going to get this? I have to just think. Okay, go ahead. I mean, okay. 
So the band at my wedding was called the 747s. The favors at my wedding were hot bagels in the Sunday Times. The judge who married us went to prison. I walked in on my friends doing coke in the bathroom at my wedding. Wait a second. <laughs> it's a lot to take in right now. The judge that married you went to prison is one of them? Correct. That's what you said? Yes. And what was the first one? The favors from, oh no, the band at my wedding was called the 747s. I mean, how the fuck would I know that? All right. So I know you did give out bagels and Sunday time. So I know okay. that that's true. Okay. I'm going to say, I don't know. I feel like they all could be too. Maybe, maybe you're trying to throw me off with the band. The judge went to jail. I think that's juicy. I like that story if it's true. I'll say the band then. Correct. The band was not the 747s. We wanted the 747s. I don't even know what the 747s is. <laughs> back, in the day, back in the day, Stephen Scott Orchestras was where you got your band. And the 747s were like the band at the moment. They were like the best band ever. And we wanted them, but they were booked. So we, he's like, well, we created a second band. So your band, you could have not the 747s, you could have the L1011. I'd like you to give me a little credit for somebody who wasn't at the fucking wedding that just got that game right. Yeah, you did fucking great. Because I did know about the Sunday Times and I did know about the bathroom scene. Okay. So I just didn't know. The judge went to jail for what? Taking bribes. As a judge. <laughs> is your marriage legal? Yeah, my marriage is legal. Did you double check that? You could, yeah, be, all good. You could be single. <laughs> nope, I'm married. <laughs> all right, good game, good game. Happy Sunday. Enjoy your week, everybody. Holding up my strawberry margarita. Love ya. Love ya. If you need to talk to us, check us out on Gmail at we need to talk pod 2020 at gmail.com. Facebook, we need to talk, the number two. Instagram, we need to talk podcast and Twitter at need to talk pod. And of course, check us out on any of your podcast platforms, rank us, leave a review. 